versus the world's productions. We're not alcoholics. We simply enjoy living in a liquid medium. www.vtwproductions.com We are at war. We need a team. Let's do a head count. The super soldier. The demigod. A couple of master assassins. And there's me. I have an army. Yeah, we have a gnome. Welcome to VTW Productions and our coverage of the 2012 Phoenix Comic Con. Featuring your favorite superhero commentary team, the Casuals. Casuals Assemble! Oh. Uh, hey guys. Uh, what's with all the baseball bats and torches and pitchforks and whatnot? I mean... I know I make fun of RP all the time, but hey, come on, it's all in the spirit of fun. It's a joke, you know? So, uh, no hard feelings. Uh, guys? Uh, the rules have been revised. Difficulty check. Second edition. Only on Versus the World Productions. Alright, how is everyone doing? Welcome to Phoenix Comic Con. This is the Dollhouse panel. You guys are a quiet bunch. Is everyone having a good morning? Are we still waking up? Yeah. Yeah? That I hear caffeine helps with that process. All right. Well, my... Yeah, whatever. Well, I'm just going to go with caffeine and sugar as a recommendation. Um, so Dollhouse ended about two years ago, but it left a veritable wake of uh, unanswered questions and interesting ideas. And here to wade through it today, we have Jesse Foster and Christmas Martin. Yay. So to get things started, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, why you uh, like Dollhouse so much? Because I like Dollhouse. Oh, no, well, thank you. I'm, I'm Jesse Foster. I'm usually at conventions running games in the gaming room. Um, big Joss Whedon fan of all of his work, especially recent stuff like Cabin in the Woods and The Avengers. If you haven't seen Cabin in the Woods, you have to leave. Because yeah. we're going to talk about it in the middle of the Dollhouse. So no, I'm going to go. Go see it. See it twice. Um, but uh, as a game master, I put a lot of getting a lot of inspiration from his work because of the ensemble stuff, which is another conversation, another panel. But uh, that's my perspective on that. But uh, Dollhouse, and we'll talk a lot about that, has a particular appeal to me. Go Christmas, go. Hi, I'm usually Christmas Martin, but today I'm Donna Noble. uh, Why, hello, Donna. (laughs) So, uh, um, and Dollhouse, I just, uh, well, I started watching the show actually because Hi, Faith was in it, and uh, you know I'm a big fan of how Joss uses the same people from one show to the next show to the next show. He keeps using the people that he loves, and just takes them and develops them through all of the shows that he does, and just takes them and uses them in so many different ways. And I just love the concept of this total mind control that he could put on people, and I thought that was fascinating. And so, you know, here I am, and there I go, and yeah. Usually, uh, you can find me over actually in the gaming department as well, where I'm a coordinator. And so we're just a bunch of gaming junkies up here that Big time. like to shoot our mouths off about things. So <laughs> that's our entire qualification set. Cool. That's not a bad qualification set no, to have, honestly. Really. So I know we have the microphones, but you guys are welcome to move all the way up here. It's not like we got to come closer, get real so closer, please darlings. Come up, and we can have a conversation. And they're like, no, we're staying far, far yep. away from you. There we go. This one's brave. They're all seated. Uh, that's okay. That's okay. She's my family. She's of course she's brave. Oh, no. oh okay. Well, I still give her credit. And, uh, she's not afraid of me. So just to start things off, I'll jump right in. Um, one of the highlights of when we we're discussing what the panel was going to be about, what would lead the conversation, was about, uh, and I know the answer to this already, so it's almost a rhetorical question. We'll talk about it. Is that was it cut off before its time? Did we get enough Dollhouse in in 27 episodes? Uh, what's missing, what's lacking, where were they going, stuff like that. So, um, but this, I would rather have this more of an open discussion. Anybody have any opinions on that? Want to jump in and say something about it? Just say, holy crap, it went too long. Or, right, exactly. That, that was the big thing is that they went, oh, we're going to get canceled. Let's throw closure. Yes. Yeah. They did the, uh, the, the last uh, 
in Purdue and stuff, and then it, like, it jumped 10 years. And I'm like, what the hell happened? <laughs> and then, you know, the, the very last episode, the series finale, I thought that it was all rushed. I mean, seriously, Topher died in an explosion? <gasps> I haven't seen that yet. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and that's going to happen they when they shoot you. Right. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, I mean, it was nice that they did choose to go ahead and and wrap things up somewhat, but they did have to really cram it all in there. And I think that if they could have gotten maybe another half season or something in there, they could have played things out in a more I don't want to say logical way, but a more explanatory way. I don't know. The guffin of the servers at the last Yeah, I just you know. Right. They could they could have had time to you know, or if they could have even you know maybe shoved a TV movie in there or something and gotten an extra couple of hours worth of explanation in there, you know. Right. Right. I'm gonna sit down so I'm not looming over you and all that. Oh, come on, loom. Loom. Oh, you want me to stand here? Yes. Yes. I just bought it. I haven't read it. Looming. I just got it. Yeah, I just got it. I just found it and got it, so. Well, you don't have to like, stress your legs. Standing for an hour Right. I think so. Which would be awesome. But that's, that's what happens anytime a show ends prematurely. You have, you know, with a good writer, you have tons of subplots and little intrigues going on that are, should last seasons, and then you go, hey, you've got three more episodes. Try wrapping it all up now, you know. So, and I don't think Josh knows how to quit. So, he <laughs> weaves such a intricate web. You're like, oh well, we can terminate these stories, and we're just gonna flub those and go. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So yeah, when I when I first heard about the idea of Dollhouse, I I thought, well, they could do a season or two of that. It, you know, I'm not sure if that story's sustainable. If it's a good okay, we get it, blank people going out being other people. It's a neat idea, but is that idea show-worthy, really? And then I saw it, and I was like, oh, the show's not about that. The show's about everything but that. It's not about making blank people, and it's completely not about that. So, but... Um, right, well, well, you know, but, but you know that. You know that by now, if you watch any of his other stuff, that he'll say, oh, here, it, look... It's a story about some, some idiots that go out to a cabin in the woods. and Oh, yeah, well, I've seen that. No, you haven't. No, you haven't. Right, exactly. It's a story about that story. So, But, um, yeah, once, once you realize where it's going, then, yes, hey, the show could go five seasons, six seasons, 12 seasons, however long I want it to go. At, at least. Right. Like they used to, like 24-episode seasons back in the old days. Um, so yeah, th but that's like I said, that was one of the, the key launching conversation points I want to talk about. The one of the big things anytime I've talked to someone about it, especially when it first launched, the people in the media that were complaining about it was about the uncomfortable plot lines, about it being prostitution and murder and all that. And I'm like, that's the whole point. You shouldn't like it. And Joss even said that. He's like, you're not supposed to like it. This is not the type of thing where everybody's like, oh yay, blank people that are out prostituting and murdering. It's not supposed to be good. It's not a good thing. You're not supposed to like the company, you know? And you get to see that with like Topher frequently who has no morals and all of a sudden something hits him and has to hit him in the face and he's like, oh, this is uncomfortable. I forgot to be uncomfortable about my job. <laughs> so, but um, that to me is, is a good talking point if you guys wanna expand on that uh, about the, the fact that the the underlying plot line of the movie, of the show, the movie, it should be a movie, was that, was the uncomfortableness of it touching on a subject that upsets people, unnerves you when you realize where they're going with it. 
you guys have any input on that or th yeah, thoughts on that? What I don't understand is with, um, with like Victor, okay? He was a soldier in what, Afghanistan and Iraq or mm -hmm. something. How in the world was basically lobotomizing him in a sense? Supposed to help him get through his PTSD. I don't think that's what they did. I don't think they expanded on it, but they were learning at that point how to edit select stuff, especially from the other dollhouse from uh, from Summer's character, whose name I can't remember, Bennett, oh, yeah. where she was took a person and just modified the person and put them back in themselves. I think they were using that to creatively make him a better victor, or what was his real name? I forget his real name. Right. Yeah. I just saw that episode. But. Unfortunately, I've forgotten part but, of the real you know, names. They, that's, that's an eventuality with it, along with the other technologies of remote flashing people without the architecture. But is that, hey, you know, I've got this fear of water and I want to go for a swim. Cool. We'll come in. We'll give you a treatment. You're not afraid of water anymore. You're still you, but we edited out your defect. So, but yeah, that was, it, it's an eventuality of the technology and could have been an interesting direction for it to go. Dolling, yeah. But it was fixed, here. right? Like, that makes no sense. Well, it was also, you know, what the fourth to the last episode, so I think yeah. they were already starting to like snip plot lines up. So they could have slowly yeah. explained and, that one out. And was and that couldn't. eventuality supposed to be expanded on maybe even over a whole season of? You know, oh, this is now a new cure for all of these things, all these phobias, all these traumas, and but yet was that going to be a way to get the structure, the architecture into the brains of all these people who we later want to control? Right. They could have expanded that into a whole season worth of no, information. So expanded that time jump of that ten years. It's like, okay, how did they get? You know, I know that Topher got the plans and everything, and um. What's her face? The uh, director of it. She mm -hmm. gave them to the higher ups. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, he destroyed the plans. How the heck did they get the technology? You know. Well, it's like anything else. He wasn't the only one working on it. He wasn't the only one that could have come up with it. And besides, he worked it all up on their computers. So. Oh, good point. Someone's got, someone's or I think you said, about putting the architecture in everybody so they can eventually come back and control you. They pulled that with November where they were like, hey, she's a normal person now. Uh, we're going to need you to come back in. We're going to borrow you again. Yeah. You know, and it and was, I think really it was, leave. right, you never really leave. Yep. To get the architecture, you don't ever leave. Right. Physically, you can, but then you have to come back. Right. So another interesting point I wanted to bring up was and they show this as they go through the show, is the people carrying the traumas forth, like the, uh, the episode about everyone having an unresolved desire, so they let them escape, let them do all that. Think about that. That's something that transcends your imprint. So um, imagine all of the stuff that the doll does as a doll. They murder people. They beat people up. They go and rescue presidents. They get traumatized. Like, you, you earn all those traumas. I mean, this is PTSD to the max. Right. Yeah. So, so think about that. You get all that trauma, and we've already proven that getting a wipe doesn't remove that trauma. It hides in you somewhere. Yeah. So now you go back to being a regular person when your contract's over, and you've got five years of trauma packed up inside you somewhere that they can't erase. Yeah. So seeing people you know, in third or fourth season that are living, trying to live normal lives and all of a sudden have flashbacks to all those things like Echo did, you know, that's, it's not a perfect technology now. We're realizing the flaws in the technology. Yeah, and one other thing that I found interesting was um, criminal behavior is not part of one's personality. Because with Alpha, he, he totally messed up whiskey. I'm like, what the hell? Well, it is his now since he's so many people. Well, yeah, but that was actually an accident. Mm -hmm. I mean, before that, he was put back in the chair to reboot his personality or whatever. He had that um, criminal activity still going through it. That's not that that wasn't that was part of his personality, and yet it wasn't. Right. Because he was in dull state when that happened. Right. So, what the heck happened? He just snapped. He's like, let Echo be number one. He just sure. Exactly. It, that I think that just proves that, um, you know, even then 
but like a state, you can still have that slight criminal personality. Right. Because that's what your hands are using, your body reacts to it. Right, well, and the idea suggests that there's memory stored somewhere other than in your brain, or at least in the part of the brain that Topher knows how to wipe, you know, so, which is an interesting concept. So, anybody else have any other input, thoughts, insight on that, on that particular subject, really? Like, you're so talkative. It's not like if it were Sunday morning. Yeah? Oh, cool. Well, you should move up here and join us. <laughs> so, I say, so I say you should be the one doing the panel right. here, I mean. <laughs> Right. I did not expect it was him. I thought it was, you know, the, the guy who keeps changing bodies. I actually thought it was him. Ew. Right. He's another puppet. And that, that just totally surprised me. I'm like, what? It's yeah. the cop? <laughs> right. And there's so many things that you could, again, they could have explored with a couple of seasons left. They could have gone through all that. that. Was they had like a whole season. They, they should have done a whole other season to just explain everything. Right. Well, and I think that's the case with so many shows. It's like you've, oh, yeah. you know, hardly anything's actually allowed to really play itself out. And even if it plays out, you think of a thousand other things they could have done. And sadly, it seems like Whedon is the most victimized of, I'll cut this off. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, yeah, now I'm, he needs to, he should be able to just have full run. But Yeah. But he's going to be too busy to do any of that, so. <laughs> yes, for making quite a while. an infinite number of Avengers movies. Yeah. Which I'm totally okay with. Yeah. He's like James Cameron right after Titanic. Yeah. He could do whatever the heck he wants right now. <laughs> and, you know, hopefully he does. <laughs> yes. He'd need a whole new crew, though. Um, yes. Just grab their redemption crew and just go with it. Um, so, a question I would like to ask all of you, just to stir a little bit. Do you think all the dolls were volunteers? They always say they are. Hey, these people came here to us for help. Were they all volunteers? You know, let's say, Sierra kind of was, Victor kind of was, Echo was not. Right, right. As for all the other dolls, we have no idea. Right. They were the only, they were the only I was going to say, I'm sure the way Rossum plays games, that they probably coerced a lot of them or manipulated a lot of them, you know. Exactly. You eventually get to a point where you have no other choice, and this really sweet woman, Adele, has this fantastic way out. Well, Adele or one of her counterparts. Right, exactly. Or the other house managers. We don't care about them. They're no fun. Yeah, and I do not like the watch. Almost the way they ran things. It's like, seriously? I thought it was a good dynamic to show that there were two different styles right. of house Yeah, but it's like, you know, watching the, the one in LA and then going to the Washington is like, what the hell are they doing? Right. East Coasters don't know how to do things <laughs> Well, in that move, you know, since we live in the LA dollhouse for the show, we get to see the way Adele does things and frequently she'll reference how, well, they're not going to be happy about this, aren't going to be happy about this. Like, what do they want? Oh, they want what it looks like over there. That's how wrong you're doing it. And it still works. Which I'm surprised because I would think the LA dollhouse would be the more strict one because it's closer to Tucson than right. DC. Yeah, well, geographically, but you know, virtually or whatever management structure or something, it may be a little, you know. Well, it depends on how you know how the board goes for each house. Right. Okay, so I have a question I came up with just this last go through watching Dollhouse. I thought you guys might be interested in. What about Whiskey's contract? Right, she's a volunteer, more or less. She signed a five-year contract. Do you think Dr. Saunders is going to disappear at the end of her contract? I mean, was that the obviously that's not where we went, but was that the plan? And then what's going to happen at the end of the five years when she's like, "Oh, hey, contract's up. You can go. By the way, don't look in the mirror. Here's an extra ten grand. We're sorry." Right. Well, they got to Victor sooner. You know, well, when you have a broken sure, doll, what happens? She was going to run with, um, what's his name? I can't remember. 
come on, you're my backup. Yeah. I mean, I personally think that probably since she was in the state she was in and since, since she filled the role of the doctor so very well, I don't think they were ever going to terminate her contract. I think they were right. going to keep her. Right. Or if they did, if they were going to let her out of her contract. Right. Yeah. But if they were going to end her contract, are they just going to hop Dr. Saunders into another body, into another broken doll? You know, and Topher had the same thought, which is why he tried to flash Bennett. You know, like, oh, you're broken. You must, and you're broken and you're pretty. Oh, crap. You're not really a doll. You're just a broken person. Yeah, you know, I thought yeah. she was a doll, too. Yeah. And, and I'm sure that was the intention, was everybody's going to think she's a doll. Topher's our, our eyes in the show, so he's going to think she's a doll. So, well, they actually their jokes. <laughs> Topher. That was right. Yeah. That was fantastic. And he did a great job. I mean, the actor did a fantastic job of playing Topher. So, um, which I'm sure that's one of the reasons he was chosen instead of, you know, Sierra or any of the other frequently used dolls to play that role. Okay. So, and we talked about this a little while ago, but, uh, or at least it came up about memory, about how memory works, about how your identity that you have, what things that you know, um, and retaining that. What does it say to that if the technology is there to remove that but not to be able to remove all of it? You know, like I said about distributed memory, somewhere in you you're storing the memory in a way that they don't understand. You know, they think they understand the brain well enough to remap it and they can blank your memory. And the dolls behave in a blank state. But somehow, somewhere in there, they're retaining some of their actual individuality. So if that's, assuming that Joss's view on that is accurate, what does that say about the mind that we know or the way we think? You know, does it, does it mean that our, mm -hmm. our brain stores stuff or has a backup for that matter of what you think? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, Echo would frequently flash back to little things and... So you're suggesting that a wipe isn't a wipe, it's right. a repression. Right. It's all in your head still, we're going to lock it away. Right. Right. Clear it. Right. That's a good thought. Right. Right. That some of that's retained somehow, stored in a way that that we don't yet understand how it's stored somewhere other than just in the brain. Right. Oh yeah, I think I think with anything with understanding memory and the way the body works, like anything else, the more you the more we learn scientifically, the more we realize we don't know. You know, the more the more questions you answer, the more doors you open. So, but so that's a that's a good point. Yeah, it's also like what they did with um, with Paul Ballard. You know, after Alfred killed him and tried to bring him back as a doll, but with his own memories. Right. Retooled, yeah. Well, luckily in that case, that before Alpha killed him, he had made a tape of him, so. Yes. That was actually a very lucky shot. Yeah. But yeah, it's just, the, you know, yeah, the technology may be around at some point, but, you know, we still have to study the brain intensively in order to understand, okay, can we use this other part of the brain uh, to make up for loss of these functions? It's a rewiring process, and we haven't figured it all out yet. Right. But they've removed uh, 
Right. Right, more of a hypnotic tool in place to, as a safeguard, back them off. Do you guys think the show benefited, or was it detrimental that it was kind of becoming really, really technical as far as, you know, because, I mean, it was becoming pretty in-depth about the science of memory. Do you think that helped, or did it hurt the show? It may turn out to be, you know, if it gets in the wrong hands, then, yeah, it's going to be used in the wrong way. But in the right hands, you know, then it's, it's just another advancement in technology, and I think that's a good thing. Because we live in a technologically advancing world, so why not? I personally have said several times while watching the show, it's like, if that child with the technology were actually available, I probably would go through it. Because there are things in my past that I would love to Right, but you'd want to be a client down the line after they perfect the ability to selectively oh, no, modify you. Oh, no, I would be a client. I would be a doll. Hmm. I would be a doll. Just so I wouldn't have to think about, you know, things that have power. So how, how many people in here would actually go through that? How many people would want to be a doll? Just one. Just one? Two? Two. Got a zombie. He's already a doll. <laughs> Right. I would be Right. Well, you you are like you're saying that you're the the sum of all your experiences. Every trauma, every awesome thing that's ever happened to you, that makes you. So you go delete that horrible thing that happened to you when you're 14 and fell off your bike and you know skinned half your face off. That's important to you now. That's part of you. You've made decisions since that day based on that experience. You erase that. You're a different person. I mean, maybe a little different, but still, the person you are now is because of that event. Echo. Echo. Right. Well, part of that is because Echo is defective, though, so. Well. Well, he did. He did touch on when she laid into him about that, that she, she came to understand that there needed to be a dichotomy, a, an opposition, you know, some, some way to keep Topher's lack of morality in check was to have someone that cared about the dolls and so someone that would butt against him. So he may not have intended for her to hate him, but he designed her to hate him. You know, he put stuff in there to make her oppose him and for her to dislike, even though she lived in the dollhouse, to dislike the mistreatment of the dolls and he was the mechanic, the instrument of that mistreatment. So, yeah, he may not have intentionally done it, but somewhere along the line, he put all the pieces together to make that happen. Yeah, but not all emotions are based on personality, because with Sierra and Victor, they, they grew to love each other. Right. And that was in their doll state. So that, goes, that transcends any memories and imprints. Right, which is, which is, which is the writer's saying... Right, but well, that's the writing, 
of the story saying that the brain doesn't create love, that love comes from deeper in you, in your soul, your heart, or like you're saying, the, of chemistry. The, yeah. It could be that pure it's chemistry. A thing, not, right. Not a or that it's, a, that it's a pure state, that it's, right. you know. That it transcends your brain. Yeah. It's getting really deep. Go for it. Go. No, it's just, it's getting oh, I thought you were about to throw a deep question out there. Yes. I agree. Yeah, sadly, this is not one of those, you know, fun, laughy, entertaining panels. We could throw is, stuff. That could be fun. We, we, could, we, could, we could try to go to that place, but, but unfortunately, it's not the nature of the show. The show is, unfortunately, one that is more about the deep, transcendental, right. almost weepy emotions and not the, you know, rambunctious stuff going on beyond the wall. Right. <laughs> and, uh, Mm -hmm. Well, does, you know, what if there was somebody who was um, automatically, kind of like Alpha was kind of an automatic criminal, he did all this stuff. Mm -hmm. What if somebody had the uh, ability to be claustrophobic right. in their doll state? What would happen? You mean someone before they became a doll was claustrophobic? Well, after they became, like, they began with the claustrophobic, claustrophobia, then after they were white, they still had it Right. Like, it was deep inside them, like Alpha's uh, criminal nature was still inside them. Right. I think if something like that surfaced, it would have been an earlier indicator to them, because the, you know, the people running the doll house didn't understand yet that stuff survived the wipe. You know, I think they started realizing it with Alpha being, Alpha compositing and then Echo heading down the same path, and then Sierra and Victor, you know, that, like I said, the show was not about using people as blank dolls. The show was about so many other things. But those it's telling you that love is not in the brain and that memory can be repressed or stored somewhere else, things like that. So can, can, if... Can, but can fear kind of... Definitely. Avoid the white? Yes, I, I think it could because we saw so many traumas come back, like yeah. Echo, of course, but I think... But I don't if, think something like claustrophobia really could because... Usually if... A phobia like claustrophobia is not as deep-seated as something like criminal nature. Well, it could be. It depends it, on where yeah, it comes from, yeah. what, what caused it, where it comes from, what trauma caused it, or what innate thing caused it. Yeah. But if it had, I think it had, if it had surfaced, it would have been, they would have went, hey, wait, dolls aren't claustrophobic, why are you freaking out in your bed? And then went, hmm, hey, the, the original client was claustrophobic before we wiped them. Wow, something's surviving the wipe. We should do some more research. And then they would have probably prevented something like Alpha from happening because they would have figured out what was surviving and found a way to suppress it or prevent it or control it. Yeah, but it's like, you know, um, sometimes nature uh, within, you know, the body itself, not necessarily uh, how the brain controls it, um, can actually stay within you even if you know, you're basically like unconscious in a way. You know, right. Because being in an adult state is like almost being unconscious because you don't know who you are. Right. Because really, they tell you who you are. Um, you don't really know where you are or anything like that. You basically know nothing except, you know, how to talk. Right. And how to like your treatments. Yeah. Right. Well, but uh, where's I going to go with that? But I had a I, thought. I honestly think fear is trans Right, but that's you can't but. Get rid of the human's nature just because you like the personality. Right. Now I'm thinking Jurassic Park. Nature finds a way. But. I don't know. See, I, I, because so many, so much anxiety and stuff can be, is just a chemical reaction in the brain. Right. And. Fears are, are developed rather than. Yeah, for the most part, because I mean I. I'm going to go here because I, I personally suffer from anxiety disorder, severe anxiety disorder. And without the help of medication, I would be in my home, in the corner. No. No, because I'm treated. <laughs> and uh, I would be in my home, not able to leave, not able to get up on stage in front of people and talk. And, uh, would, you know, with the help of medication that treats the chemical imbalance in my brain, it's not a problem. I'm an outgoing person. So that's why I feel that it's something that could survive because the, they wouldn't have people in the doll program that suffered these sort of 
problems and they would, if they did it in any way, shape or form, they would treat it. So you're not going to have somebody coming in with the fear because that's not going to be able to survive because a phobia or fear generally is rooted in a chemical imbalance in the brain. I don't care, I think it depends on where it stems from. I mean, yeah. an anxiety disorder is simply an, an imbalance in the brain. Fine, but something like claustrophobia, I'm personally claustrophobic because I put myself underneath the dirty clothes down front and my brother came and sat on it for 45 minutes. Yeah. And I was stuck there, hence I became claustrophobic. And I think that that is rooted there and not in the balance and could then therefore transfer over. But you're right, something like anxiety disorder or depression or whatever, which is strictly an imbalance, could probably be white. Right, but in, in, a, this, in the case of Dollhouse, if they knew the, about those things, right. and it could be chemically treated right. through medication or therapy yeah. or whatever, you'd be getting that. You'd be going to see the doctor every day and get a little shot or a little pill, which they don't ever really cover. But you know, hey, that was season three, right? Yeah. yeah so. see, you know, it kind of ties back to uh, Victor's whole thing because he had PTSD. That's not a chemical imbalance. Right. It can be treated, but it's not a chemical imbalance. Right. That's trauma. Still doesn't make sense how his PTSD can be treated by basically taking away his personality. Well, yeah, really leaving it to him five years later. letting him sleep for five years because he woke up. You know, when they re when they rewoke him up, he was like, "What? You said this was going to be? Hey, wait, your clothes are different." You know, so yeah. he didn't experience a change. So yeah, how could he get therapy? Whereas yeah, how, he could have like, spent. What, his personality is supposed to be therapeutic for him to get over the PTSD. Right. That so he just time traveled five that's years. One of the didn't most help. important questions about the and I, and I still think that the the reason that's not really answered is because they were already cutting the show. Yeah. You know, at Victor's story, his PTSD for that matter, could have been a several episode arc of how explaining to us how they could have treated a problem or a trauma, because and and well, actually, that goes into the same thing for a lot of the dolls. You know, hey, look, you got in trouble with the mob. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna disappear you for five years. And poof, you're back. Nothing changed, right? They still hate you. They still want to shoot you. And here, you're back in the world. Go for it. Or, you know, you, you know, your baby died. Right, like November. Hey, look, your baby died. You're really sad. We're going to put you to sleep for five years, right? So you remember nothing, which means she doesn't remember those five years passing where in the real world she would have mourned and maybe sought therapy and gotten over it. In five years, she'll be fine. Still sad her baby's dead. Still bring flowers to the grave. But you, just like every other normal person, we got past it. Instead, she skipped five years. So today she gets wiped. Five years later, it's the same day to her. Yeah. You didn't get over anything. You just, you know, five years passed in the real world, not a day passed for you. So it didn't really help you at all. So I would have to think that if they're really helping people that have those kind of traumas, that they're tinkering with your profile while you're sleeping. You know, they're in there playing, editing things, experimenting on you, and hopefully keeping a backup of the original in case they screw it up, because they will. Hi, yeah. your hand's red. You've got red on you. Partial lobotomy. Right. So someone else gets over it for you. Good right. job. Yeah, because yeah. her reaction after she got back the first time. Right. She, it's like she knew she knew what happened, but it's like she didn't feel sad about it. So. Right. Well, you know, there's already medication for that. It's less expensive than the dollhouse. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> right. But, she, I mean, she, I don't remember her saying she was on medication or anything like no. that. No. She just kept breaking down and breaking down. Right. Well. <laughs> right. Right. And and as as long as you're not too, you know, squeamish about what happened to your body for five years, you know, because if you, especially someone who's the number one in the house, like Echo, girl's got she's got a lot of miles on her after five years, you know, and all the things. I mean, from fighting to romancing to put it in a PG term. Um, she's, girl's been busy for five years, and now, hey, look, you're back in your body. What the heck did you do to me? So look at me. Well, hey, mess. a lot of girls been through worse than that in college. 
Yeah, I was going to say, that's, that's by choice, though. Yeah, but Which, they at least remember it. You right. Know, getting your body Are you back sure? College? Years, right. <laughs> Hopefully they learn from what, it. I think what, I what did you do in college? Because I don't really know. I remember. I missed a few things. I actually want to see more conflict between on, between Echo and all of the other uh, imprints she has in uh, her head and Caroline. Right. Her, her original self. Right. I'd love to see more conflict between the, you know, basically all of these personalities vying for this one body, basically. I'd love to see that conflict. Right. They kind of gloss over. It's like, I want to see it. Right. Well, they probably had to gloss over a lot of things because it was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I, I hate that being the answer, but it yeah. is. But yeah. Right. Right. And yeah, Alpha. Yeah, Alpha just ran her the gauntlet, but she was already headed that way anyway. She was heading down the path of being able to remember her imprints. What? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they were gonna make a cure for several people, and they wouldn't be able to be imprinted. Right. Yeah. It's kind of ironic because she got imprinted several thousand times or whatever. Right. Apparently, her blood is gonna make everybody else immune. Right. Well, I'm sure they found something they could tinker with in there. kind of felt like the uh, the way that they were going to fix people, like with the, the daughter or the, the baby that died and like mm -hmm. the PTSD was going to be kind of a uh, like eternal sunshine <laughs> kind of deal. Like they were going to take your original and then cut out the pieces that right. had, had made you broken in the first place. And, and eternal sunshine sounds good. Free, you just wouldn't remember why you went in there in the first place. Right. But again, that's a, that's part of you, you know. Yeah. And then your we, we all want to cut something out of the past, but <laughs> yeah. you have to realize that got you here. Yeah. You know, so... If you lose that, you'll miss it. It doesn't matter how bad it was. Not that you know some horrible things that happen to people, but, but right, like that was right. Their plan. But it could be the direction they were going. Right. Right. Well, you. Right. Well, you have, you'd have to, you'd have to, like I said, the partial lobotomy. You have to back down the emotional reaction to it, the emotional connectors to the memory. You need to be able to remember it, but it, you numb it a little bit. Yeah. But again, that influences it, right? Like, hey, I saw twenty people die. Doesn't really bother me. As opposed to, I saw twenty people die. That's a horrible thing. Yeah. It's a tragedy in the world that I killed fifteen of those twenty people. You know, you should carry that. You need to carry that weight. It, it makes you who you are. We shouldn't be totally fine with killing 20 people, but but you know, like you're saying, we if we numb it down, Victor's cool. He can go back to function in the real world, but somewhere in the guy, he's pretty okay with killing 20 people. You know, where's that going to get him? Because he is a normal human thinking person, he's eventually going to think back on why doesn't it bother me that I kill those people? I'm a sociopath. I'm going to kill some more people and see if that bothers me. Oh wait, it kind of doesn't, or it does. I'm going to quit doing that. You know, but now he's killed some people. Out of experimentation. You need to go back to being a I would never do that. It. Right. Yeah, exactly. And we're back again. Season seven. They could, they could have done that on purpose, you know, put them under for five years, but then when they come back to themselves, everything is just as it was, just to get the dolls to resign. Right. Oh, I'm, I'm all about, you know, having customers come back. Right. Yeah. So, oh, I'm sorry, that didn't work. Let's put you in for another year. Free of charge. We'll just, yeah. Yeah, you shouldn't have to pay for it. Everybody else is paying for you, so... Especially Adele with Victor. Miss Lonely Hearts. I just thought of an interesting hypothetical. Uh-oh. We're in trouble. <laughs> Sorry, I have a lot to say on the subject because I just watched it recently. Um, with regards to especially Alpha and Echo, because they had so many personalities that they remembered. Um, do you think, you know, despite what had happened to both of them, Maybe like another 10 years or maybe another 20 would kind of quiet the voices, I guess, or fade the imprints, you know? They start blending. Kind of put them on the back burner, tuck them away in a file or something. Do you think that could actually 
They showed it a bit with Echo with when she was first able to access them, or trauma would switch them for her. Right. She was getting headaches and the nosebleeds and having getting fatigued from it. Right. And after a while, it was just like, oh, by the way, I'm that person now. Oh, I'm this guy now. Look, I switched over. But I think it would have, like you're saying, it would eventually progress to where it's like, I'm not switching to the special ops guy. I'm just getting lock picking from him. I'm going to slip a skill out of him instead of bringing the whole imprint to the front. Well, so. Yeah. They were headed that way. Caroline never had to battle the other personalities. She was Caroline, but could pull the skills right. of the other personalities at will rather than have to battle the actual personality. Right, which I think is an interesting direction because assuming all the horrible things that led to the, the dark future that they showed, the end of the world that Topher was afraid of that he invented, without that coming, if it progressed in a fairly normal manner, eventually they could create an imprint that had no personality to it, but had all the skills. And then you could go, hey, look, here's $10 million. I want to know how to do everything. There, I know how to do everything now. You know, So that's where they're headed. And if everybody knows how to do everything, then there's no specialist left in the world. So. Right. Are you saying that the, the dominant personalities would remain while the others fade, or that maybe yeah, they all blend they, together? They put Caroline back in her own body, mm -hmm. basically. Right. So because she was kind of this you know, strong-willed girl who wanted to do everything, that kind of gives her, you know, its own, her personality its own strength. Right. So do you think her, her one personality could dominate all the others, and eventually those others would fade away? Just like all memories. Well, is that what you mean? Yeah, just, it, no. just no. all these imprints just fade away. No, there's muscle memory, there's, no, I don't think that's, it's I don't think part, I, the, the personalities mm -hmm. maybe, the skill set. It doesn't matter that they're imprints, they're still part of her, they're still her memories that she went through. Those are her, regardless, irregardless of who put them in there. She still went through all that. Just like all, all memories fade, if you don't, I'm sure after 40 years, if Caroline hasn't, hasn't kept up her lock picking skills. Like, become an expert locksmith and you waited 40 years, you're not going to be an expert locksmith anymore. You might know how to still do it, but unless you're practicing Take stuff, some time. all memories fade. Yeah. That's just how the brain works. All memories fade. So if she's selectively choosing, hey, I'm going to keep doing this, this, and this, but I don't really care about this, this, and this, the latter ones are just going to fade. Just the brain fades and stuff, like every memory. Right. That's all skills are just based on doing it for ten thousand hours, becoming an expert. That's a good statement on on normal people. However, do imprints work the same way? Imprint says, "Hey, you are at the top of your game with these skills." Someone who's composited throws that in the back of their head. Does it save the file where it's at? You know, or does that does that personality, even though it's in the back of my brain, does it still age? You know, if it, if it spends ten years not picking locks, it'll forget. But if it's just you know, on hold back there, and I bring it up, boom, is it right when the last time I saw Topher and he stuck it in my head or not? So it could, but the dollhouse, the architecture may change that. And that, I mean, that's a good point, but we don't know if the technology affects that. Right. Right, so we all have eidetic memory, we just don't have the mental capacity to go get it. That's a good point. Awesome. It was time to say awesome. <laughs> you can say it on the mic, like, awesome. You're not too loud. about 13 more minutes. Woohoo. All right. What's your favorite color? Victory lap. Purple. Purple? Why is that? Purple, black, and green. Purple, black, and green? Yes. That's like, why I'm quickly starting to start there. Good job. Yeah. Take two. Go. No, that's it. I'm done. Okay. What's your favorite color? What's my favorite 
Oh. So it's pink. Oh, it's so sweet. Oh. <laughs> okay. Cool. Do you go to a lot of panels and ask the same questions? Are you a brony? <laughs> <laughs> Wow. But we digress. I still have my, uh, my sample questions. A digression. You know, sample you questions. Have sample questions? Have, yeah. You should throw some sample questions. We're good for you. Oh, oh we have wait, an actual question. Hey, what's your question? You're talking about producer, not Joss Whedon, right? You're talking about someone that's not Joss Whedon. Okay. Well, Joss Whedon is responsible for Buffy, Dollhouse, Firefly, Angel, Avengers, Cabin in the Woods, everything else that's awesome. Well, I said Firefly, but yes. Wait, I don't know what he did. What did he do? Yeah, and he wrote Toy Story. Everybody know that? He wrote Toy Story. One of the best ensemble cast movies on the planet. Guess who wrote it? Joss Whedon. Right. You put 15 awesome personalities in the same room, Joss Whedon made it work. Yeah? Plus, he wrote the original script for the first X-Men movie, which only two lines got in, and they both got used poorly. And he wrote the original script for Alien Resurrection, which got heavily edited from what he wrote. But if you look at it, again, it's about the crew of the ship that stole the bodies. It's a dark, twisted sort of thing. It's an ensemble cast. Even though they're dark and, and insane, they're witty and funny as well. You know, you're like, hey, look, this looks like a Joss Whedon product. Yes. And also, I'm just going to say, if anybody was interested in like the moral debate side of this and all the other Joss Whedon stuff, I am hosting tomorrow afternoon at 3 o'clock uh, in this very room, actually, the Can They Do That panel about Joss Whedon and moral debate across just across everything that he's written. So please feel free to come and discuss morals in Whedon. And we'll just all be morbid together, because you know. Shameless plug. Shameless plug. Everybody does it. Well, we kind of touched on it in here, you know, and we had some good discussions. So I thought, hey, right. invite everybody back to, to hash it out some more. Right. Because it's fun to, you know, be like, really, he did that, and we liked it. What are we thinking? <laughs> what is wrong with us? So, wrong with us? A quick question related to actually another completely different conversation, but I think it'll fit here. Cool. Um, before Dollhouse. Did you ever think it would be cool to have the same actor in the same show play different roles? I mean, that's something that, it's a freedom that we haven't seen in, in this conversation I'm having about an hour. Um, yeah, like stuff like that where the, the, you get the same actor and it's a great acting exercise for that actor because every season or every episode of the season, they're a different character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and like the pretender stuff like that where there are special ops or con artists Quantum or secret Link. people. Quantum Link was like that, yeah. So, Alias. I like Alias a Oh, lot. wait. There's been a billion shows like that. <laughs> right, well, yeah, not this is pretty, pretty serious. Yeah, about and it. This is pretty technologically advanced. Yeah. What did you say about Buffy? The, in the Halloween episode, she becomes... Uh, Whatever she's... The, Right. Right. Which is nice. And, and a lot of like sitcoms have done it where they switch roles or suddenly it's the 20s or stuff like that. Or um, dramas or things like that where it's everybody's playing different roles. So they've experimented with it, but this was the first, well, not the first, some of the others are like that. But really where not the character is not pretending to be another person, but they truly have become a different person. Hi, how are you? What's your name? Callie. Sorry. Callie? Right. Right. Which is probably Joss uh, thinking about Dollhouse before. Sorry to say, maybe where he came up with the concept right. and decided, wow, I could do that and yeah. expand that concept. Right. No, no, it's good. Great. 
he comes in for his last cameo or whatever, he seems to have a very calm demeanor and he's very helpful. Now, I, I understand that, you know, over time he does gain control of all these imprints, you know, just like Echo did, but she did it faster. But, you know, considering how he started out as a criminal, why would he want to be helpful? The enemy of my enemy is my friend. There you go. Yep. Very succinct answer. Well, really, like, if you look at, like, crime rates and stuff, and, like, how, how people are and, like, what affects crime, it's, like, really just, like, jobs. What we see is, like, we don't have very many jobs in, in our society. Crime goes up, and then when we have more jobs, you know, it, it, it is the same rate. Like, it fluctuates. So right, they're related. The government can control stuff like that. Anyways. Oh, conspiracy so that's theorist. It's crazy stuff. That, that's why, like, you know, being helpful, like, that's kind of why, you know, you turn to crime, essentially, is they don't have a job to do. So, like, just because he's a criminal doesn't mean he doesn't want to be helpful. Right. Uh, I, I think Alpha was a little bit of a psychopath before he got wiped. So Yeah, I think it did. I think he's got enough people in there, psychiatrists and other things that are in there that are like they're talking about. Yes. Right. Schizophrenics. None of them were strong enough to take control for the whole time. Hi, how are you? Oh, they were already. Yeah. They did. They did. There, there's, an episode, there's an episode where it showcases, and we talked about Victor already, and everybody that's seen the whole show knows, um, that they have a weapons program, basically, where they're making awesome soldiers. Yeah. So, right. So if, so if they take the best trained guy you've ever met, and they copy him onto everybody else, and then they put an implant where he can talk to all those other people at the same time, like speed yeah, of thought, exactly. and they can share their brain like the Borg, then you got it made, right? You got an entire company of soldiers that think together. So like I was a military cop. Like so they didn't necessarily have to give me like crazy spec ops. Right. They could just give me like cop training. But but think about this. If if they imprinted all of you, including you, with the you know, with the spets knots training with the highest level dude. You don't need military police anymore, right? Because right? none of you are going to act up. You're all going to, like, you're radio in, in, and you go to beha misbehave, and 50 other guys in your head are like, dude, 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 slow down. Right. You think as a unit. Yeah, because, you know, you know how they say an army of one. Well, that's kind of what <laughs> Yeah, 50 people with the same brain, yes. Exactly. Which would be highly efficient and scary. I, I felt so bad for Victor in because he was trying his yeah, hardest to, to get out of that. Uh, and he eventually did, but it's like, right. it took a lot of effort. Guy's a good actor. I can't believe he's not working more. I know, I mean, right? Especially playing Topher. I mean, who can who can play Topher? Yeah. Nobody else can play. Nobody but Fran can play Topher. Oh, we have how much time? Three minutes. Okay. Yeah. What are yeah, you going to say? I'm going to say something silly. I did feel sorry. I did feel sorry for um for Bennett for what happened to her. Yeah. I'm like seriously, Caroline was going to be that much of a douche. Right. Like well, and. I would have rather they both get caught or they both escape than right. have just Caroline. Well, it helped because the original, the original Caroline that we met with Ballard watching the videos, and she's this poor helpless waif, I go rescue her. Now we see a little darker side of her. We're starting to see that Caroline, she's as much of an ass as everybody else. You know, She's really a jerk, and we're not so happy about her anymore. Something I was going to throw out before we get moderated. Um, has Joss got an addiction to people with weird names or what? Yeah. Look at the look at the cast. It's like it's Tomo and Daichin and a guy named Fran, like a girl named Summer, Eliza. Yeah, I'm like, really? Can't you get like a Joe and a John and a Fred and a Susie to work in your show? No, no, no. I mean, the close was Sarah, and it's not Sarah. It's Sarah Michelle Geller. So like, you get, right? It's a silly. But I mean, Tomo Pinkett. Where'd you? Right. See, you got some, you got some good names, but Al Tudic is kind of a obscure, weird name, you know. But, but I mean, look at the specifically Dollhouse. Look at the cast for Dollhouse. Go down the list. Yeah. I think. Right. There was an Olivia in there somewhere, and yeah. So. But still, it's it's a, it's one of those. 
it, yeah, it, yeah, Dushka is good. Right. So now. Overly common, Yeah. I just think he. Yes. I just think he likes weird names. That's all. Yes. Well, it's because he abbreviates it that way, like he does with his characters, like Alexander, or you know. It's it's Joshua something Whedon, so I, I forget what it is. I know it's not just Joss. I'm sorry. Don't cry. Yeah, it's a cool name. But you know, the names like Xander out of Alexander, because normally you'd go with Alex, not Xander, and then like Wash out of Hoban. Like your name's not Wash or Hoban, right? It's Hoban Washburn, and it's Wash. You're about to be moderated. Oh, yes. Wait, I've been waiting for this moment. Moderate. Go. All right, well, unfortunately, we're out of time. So uh, if you have any further questions, you can meet our panelists, Jesse and Christmas, after the panel and ask them. Uh, thank you very much for coming to the con, and have a great day. Yeah. Thank you all for being here. Thank you all for your wonderful discussion. Yes.